You're listening to episode number 43 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Today, we're talking about how to become unstoppable after your divorce. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, a.k.a. the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now, your host, Jason Lavoy. All right, welcome to this episode of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. I'm excited to have you. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast so you get all new episodes when they come out right now on an every other Tuesday schedule. So today's expert guest is somebody I'm excited to have you listen to. Lindsay Preston is a multi-certified life coach who specializes in helping goal-getter fear-facing women. She teaches her clients the neuroscience-backed process for lifelong change. Uh, She overcame a horrible divorce uh, when she was in her 20s, and she discovered her husband's work trips, and I put that in quote, were a cover-up to living a double life, engaged to and living with another woman. Can you believe that? I I don't even have the energy to... uh, do what I'm doing now, let alone uh, live a double life. She suddenly became a heartbroken single mama who was jobless, distraught, and broke, but she had her pain fuel her fire for change, and she sought out to learn how to create exactly what she wanted out of her life. And in just a few months, she learned how to do just that. Now she lives in even more of the life she once dreamed of. So it's my pleasure to bring to you Lindsay Preston. Lindsay, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Thanks for having me, Jason. I'm excited to be here. So you are actually, for those who are listening, my um, depending on when you listen, this will get published later on, but we are recording this on the last day of 2019. So you're my last podcast of the year. Yay. <laughs> what an honor. You had no idea. Yeah. What a great way to end 2019. Right? I think so. Yeah. So for those who are not uh, familiar with you, give everybody a little brief background about who you are and how you got to this point in life? Yeah. So um, as Jason said, I'm Lindsay Preston and I am a multi-certified life coach to goal-getter women who want to understand how to use their minds in order to create their best life. A lot of my clients, they check off life's boxes, they go to college, they get a job, they get a house, they maybe get married, have kids, all that stuff. And then they wonder, why don't I feel as fulfilled as how my life looks? And then they realize this whole thing with, hey, I've never really understood how to train my brain to be happy because our brain is really just wired for survival. Um, And so I kind of teach them how to use their brain in that way and how to understand themselves to create a life that's really deeply fulfilling to them. And I got into this work, actually, it started in college. Um, I took an intro to psych class. And I loved it. And I never felt like I was studying. And I realized at the end of the semester, when I went and looked at everyone's grades, because they had us up by student ID, I was in this big lecture hall, and I had made the highest grade in the class. And I thought, there's something with this, because I love it. I'm good at it. And so I ended up majoring in psychology. I went to Texas Christian University here in Fort Worth, Texas. I'm in the Dallas area. Um, And then after that, I ended up dabbling in human resources for a while. I actually owned a dance studio. And then um, I ended up having my daughter in my late 20s and kind of left both those worlds behind and really focused in on my family. And I was just like my clients. I had checked off all these boxes, done these you know, amazing things, and that life looked really good on Facebook. Um, but I did not feel fulfilled. 
And at the same time, my marriage started to feel like something was off with it. And I thought it was me. And then I thought it was him. And I ended up going to a counselor thinking, you know, what is, what is the problem here? And I told her these thoughts that I had of, I think this is really weird, but I just have these visions that he's cheating on me and I don't know why. And she blew him off and said, you know, you're catastrophizing, you have anxiety, you maybe have some depression and started to label me with all these things. Mm. Um, And so I blew them off. And what turned out as time went on is not only was my intuition right with these visions, um, but it was way worse than I expected. He was actually living a double life with another woman. And he had um, moved her from California. They had an apartment across town. So we would drop him off for what we thought were work trips. And he would actually just, I guess, get a car or something and go and um, live a life with her. And so then, you know, now at this point, I'm in my late 20s and my life is really just falling apart and I don't have my career anymore. And so now I'm starting to pick up the pieces um, of what life was. And I felt like I was burned a little bit from counseling and someone had mentioned coaching to me and I thought it was really wacky and woo woo, but I ended up trying coaching. And within the first few weeks, I just felt better than I had ever felt before. I was getting the healing that I needed for my divorce. And I was learning a lot about myself and where to go next. Um, and that just happened to be coaching and then started to build my business from there. Wow. Yeah. Big story, right? (laughs) Wow. No, that that's really interesting. And it's always fascinating. That's why I ask all my guests kind of, you know, the path that they took to get to this place because it's always always an interesting path. Everybody's so different. Um and you, not unlike many others, um, have personal experience with divorce too. Was it and how many children do you have? Just one? I have one from my previous relationship and then I've had a son who's now uh, a year and a half. Okay. Great. I have a five-year-old little girl. Oh, cool. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> That's awesome. And she's a little sassball. But um, so your divorce and your experience with, the, with your divorce, was it amicable, contested? How long did it take? Yeah, so it was contested. And I was the one that filed. And we were in an interesting case, Jason, because we were considered common law married. That's something we have here in Texas. Okay. And the reason we were is because when we went to buy our house the year prior, they had put on the paperwork husband and wife. And I remember when we were signing, I said, listen, we're not really married. We're engaged at this time. And both, I believe it was the realtor in the room. And um, my partner was like, oh, well, you guys are going to get married anyway. Just sign it. And then the other thing was when I had had our daughter, um, he then put me on his insurance thinking it was going to be like domestic partner, which they were allowing at the time, but instead he put me on it as, as his wife. Um, and so it was just things like that. And then, you know, he was, we were acting like we were married in some situations, like when we were signing up our daughter for things. And so it became a really gray area. And so when I went to file, you know, I was given those choices with my lawyer and she said, um, you know, go with what you feel is right. And in my heart, I felt like, well, we had been acting like we were married. Why not file? Interesting. So you were never legally married? No, we were not. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm in New Jersey and and we don't have common law marriage here. Um, So I'm surprised uh, that Texas does. Yeah. Um, but I'm also not so surprised. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So, in your divorce, so it was contested, and were there any custody issues or things like that? Um, 
what, what the issue was, was, um, his behavior started to become very bizarre. Jason, when I filed, um, he just became very angry and, um, it just seems like he changed overnight. Um, and so he would call and leave me these threatening messages. And oh, wow. at this point I had hired a private investigator because I hadn't found out about the other woman yet when I had filed. Oh, um, okay. This was before all that. Yeah. So I, um, filed because he just kept going on these, you know, quote unquote work trips. And I was like, listen, you can't be gone these weeks on end. Like you need to at least come home for the weekends. Um, and he just would not meet me in anywhere halfway with that. Um, and so I'd filed thinking it would be a wake up call for him to like set some boundaries. Um, and then he just started acting so bizarre. And then that's when I hired a private investigator per my lawyer's request. Cause she's like, something's really off here, Lindsay. Um, and then I found the other woman and all that stuff. Um, so it, it became a very, um, uncomfortable situation, but going back to your question of custody. So we had, um, an initial custody. I, I don't think it's called an agreement, right? Um, it's just like in the, in the interim kind of thing. Yeah, like a, an arrangement. Yeah. Yeah. Or a plan. Um, right. yeah. And so, um, at that time I had the private investigator following him, um, because we had agreed early on that the woman wouldn't be around my daughter. And, um, she just kept coming home at the time she was two. And so her language wasn't that great yet, but she would come home talking about this lady called TT, which is such a weird name. Um, and so I ended up showing her a picture of the other woman and she pointed and goes, TT. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, Oh, so again, I had a private investigator following him. Um, and of course the woman was around and he was also speeding in the car with her, which was extremely scary. Um, and so we had to go have, I guess, what they called like emergency hearings. Right. Um, and he ended up losing custody for a little bit because of things like that. Wow. TT, that's the name of my like, old cat when I grew up, I think. Oh, my gosh. How funny. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the, um, so, wow. Okay. So you've had, you've had quite an experience um, personally with divorce. And what you do now as a, as a coach is you work primarily or a hundred percent with women, correct? Yes. A hundred percent. And, and the majority of uh, people who listen to me and who I work with are, are women too. It's just the way it kind of works itself out. Um, you focus in your coaching and your background, you said it was psychology. And I, I was going to be a psychologist too, before I became a lawyer, but I couldn't do the statistics. So I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> How funny. Yeah. Um, and, but so your background is psychology, but you folk, you have like a special focus of neuroscience, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. What is that? So neuroscience is what I define it as is just the study of the brain. And the coaching process that I learned and what I went through is all based in neuroscience. And my mentor, her name is Dr. Jane Gardner. She used to be a psychologist and she was working with a lot of schizophrenic patients and they just weren't getting better. And she ended up designing this process based on science to help them. And she found that they were healing. And so she ended up taking it and putting it more in a coaching format where it was for people who are already healthy and they were just thriving off of that. So how does it work? In, a, in other words, like when you use it as part of your coaching, how do you apply, how do you apply it, you know, to, to help people? The neuroscience you're meaning? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah. How does it kind of like integrate itself in with, with the coaching? 
Yeah. So I'm a person who likes to ask a lot of questions and I don't really like to do things unless I understand why I you need to be do a lawyer. them. <laughs> I know. I know. My daughter actually wants to be a lawyer. So I think she gets it from me. Um, but yeah, so I, in my coaching process, I'll say, okay, well at this point, you know, I really want you to start journaling and doing this. And then I talk about the neuroscience and say, this is why you want to do that because neuroscientists have shown these are the benefits for it. Um, and so that just kind of puts me at ease. It puts a lot of my clients who ask a lot of questions at ease. Some clients just say they don't even care about it, but I always put it in there in case somebody is feeling uneasy about starting something new because it is scary to change and do some of this stuff. And so it's just more reason why to do it. Yeah, no, change is, is scary for everybody. Um, you know, especially coming out of a traumatic situation like a divorce, um, and you work with a lot of people who, like, at what stage of the divorce process do you find that you usually you know, come into the picture as a coach? Yeah. So it's usually after the storm has settled. Um, actually, I have a client right now who's really in the, like, like the divorce process has just started for her, but she's in a relationship that it had been over for a while. Um, and so it just kind of depends. But I know for me, when I started my own coaching, I had to have that storm settle. I had to kind of get my feet wet in different things again and really realize that despite the relationship being over with that person, I still had some habits that were not good because for a while I just blamed him, right? Sure. Yeah. It, it's like, a, it's like um, I know there's a more technical term for it, but it's like, a, it's like phases, different phases of like healing uh, from trauma. You know, it's anger, right? Sadness. Um, I, I forget what the other couple are, but yeah, anger is definitely one of them. And I, I like that we, when you say you have to let kind of let the, the storm settle or the dust settle um, before you're ready to kind of move on and put, put that work in. Um, and I think that's what you're referring to, right? When you say like putting the work in, working on yourself, you know, to get you to kind of, move on and from whatever traumatic event you're dealing with and, and be ready for what, what's coming your way. Yeah. And it goes back to a psychological theory um, from Maslow. Have you ever heard of Maslow, Jason? I have heard of him, but don't ask me any more questions about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, he has a thing called the hierarchy of needs. And if you were to see it, it's a triangle. And at right. the bottom, it says, you know, we have to meet our basic needs first. So just being able to breathe and, and all that stuff. And then after that, have safety and security. And then after that, we can do love and belonging and then achievement and then self-actualization. And when you're going through a divorce, a lot of times you don't feel that safe and secure, especially if it's a high conflict divorce. Um, like in my case, I was like, who is this person that I've been with? And, you know, I had to figure out how to get a job and all that stuff. So I had to build that little foundation first again to then say, okay, now that I'm going to want to date again and improve my life and improve some things in my love and belonging area, um, I can do that, but I couldn't do that until I had that foundation. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes absolute sense. And, and when you said, uh, when you start talking about the, you know, I call it the pyramid, the, the triangle there. Um, yeah, that brought back, I remember that graphic in, in school where they, where they put it up with the hierarchy. Uh, yeah. of needs it's all coming back like a, a flood <laughs> like a flashback <laughs> right yeah <laughs> um so yeah and so that's really interesting and, and i i'm all totally on top of that um when you 
when you coach, like, how do you, what's your format? I, that's a bad word, but like, how do you do it? Let's say I come to you mm-hmm. uh, and I'm ready. I'm dealing, let's say I'm, I'm coming out of a divorce um, and I'm ready to kind of like figure out what I'm going to do. Is that a good spot where you would work with somebody? Yeah, that's a great spot. So I as I said, the dust is settled and then they're thinking, okay, what's next? And that's the perfect time. And they're also at a time when they're feeling a little bit fed up or they're just fired up even to say, okay, I know I don't want to create what I last had. And I'm over kind of some of the patterns that I'm doing. I'm over some of the things I'm putting up with in life. And they're just like really motivated at that point. And usually, Jason, I find the bigger the heartbreak, the more fired up they are. So I have another client right now who she was similar to me. Her husband was living a double life and he actually had a child with another woman and she didn't even know about it. Um, And she has four kids and the guy has just totally taken off and not provided anything for her kids. Um, And so she is so fired up right now because she was hurt so badly. And um, one of the big reasons for her is obviously she wants to show her kids a deeper level of love and achievement now that, you know, their father is gone. Um, so going back to your question, Jason, of like, how does that work? Um, so they come to me and we usually have a free discovery call and they tell me where they are in life and um, what their problems are and what's going well. And then I say, well, what do you want coaching to give you to say it was one of the best investments of your life? And we talk through that. And then, you know, I really decide, can this be somebody that I can help and get them those results? Um, and most times it is. It's, you know, a lot of times it's internal stuff that they're wanting. The only time I'll say no to people is if they're wanting me to help them build their own business and do more business coaching, um, just because that's just not my thing. Right. But um, otherwise, any kind of life stuff, for the most part, it's, it's a good fit. And so from there, I have them start going through my coaching process. So they'll go through what I call kind of my appetizer course of learning just the basic tools for success. And that takes about 21 days to do that. And then after that, if they've shown up for themselves, they like my teaching style, they like what they're learning and they're getting great results already. We'll talk about doing more in-depth programs that take um, about three months. There's two three-month programs after that. All right. Awesome. I know those like customized programs for each person that you do or are they standard courses that you you have that you provide they sell yeah they're they're standard courses and then i customize them based off questions they're answering every day especially in that first program so they're coming to me and saying okay Lindsay, based off today's video you know here are my top values or this is what i pulled for this and i'll say okay well look at it this way or look at it that way um And so again, and and I'm also thinking about that first call we've had of what they're wanting and customizing, you know, whatever they're working on for what they're wanting. And so there's different levels too. It can be that they're just coming to me every day or every week in our private community, or they can upgrade and do group coaching calls. So we're checking in every week with a group of other women, or they can do it one-on-one for a private experience. And then we're checking in on an hour call every week. Right. Yeah. It's similar to the, to the coaching that I do um, with, with my clients too. And I love what you said about, you know, them being fired up. Um, and, and to me, that's so important. Um, 
and it's all about like when you're getting ready to take action, right? That's kind of how I, I always phrase it. Are you ready to take action? Um, and sometimes you really have to either hit rock bottom or just get so fed up with your situation that it gets you there um, because it, you need that motivation, I find, to to put in the work. And it takes work, right? It's not an overnight change that's going to happen when you work with a coach like like me or you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting those people to, to realize that they want to, that they're ready um, and that it's going to take some time. And, and do you find that as a struggle with, with your clients that they, they want it faster than, you know, too fast? Um, no, really, because I, a lot of them too have come out of counseling where it felt like a really long and draining process. And so when they come to me, I tell them, you know, typically from start to finish, it's a seven month process. And then you have that process that you can use time and time again. And so when we get in it and we get moving, they're like, oh my gosh, I've had more results in the past few weeks than I ever had in counseling. But the reality is, is a lot of times we need that counseling to process things and heal to get to a place where we can just get moving. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have a, a, a time for a couple more questions here. What would you say, if you can articulate it, when somebody comes to you, and, and again, since you know I handle and I deal with divorce a lot, we'll talk with somebody who comes to you who's coming out of a divorce. Um, like you said, the dust has settled. They, they go through some coaching with you. What would be the transformation that, they, they, that happens to them from beginning to end? Meaning, can you, can you articulate when they come to you where they are in a, an emotional and mental place. And then when they finish with you, where are they? Um, and, and what does that transformation look like? Cause I, I think a lot of people who are interested in coaching or even not sure if coaching is for them, they don't understand what really happens. Right. Um, yeah. So it's not like going to a doctor where, you know, they're going to fix something uh, or do surgery to, to fix something or even hiring an attorney where you know they're going to represent you for a divorce or some other legal proceeding. So the coaching transformation, how would you describe that? Yeah. So Jason, I just have to say that is such an excellent question. In fact, I think it's the best question I've ever gotten on a podcast interview. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah that's great. So um, how would I describe the transformation? Um, a lot of times when people are coming to me, they are what I would consider high-functioning anxiety, if not high-functioning depression. And so the, the external world has looked really good for most of them. Um, like I said, that you know they, they may have had what looks like this great marriage. Um, if they were married, some people that I work with are not married. Um, but most of them have had a pretty good, if not great, career. And, um, you know, they kind of look the part of, they look really good on paper. They look really good on social media. Um, but internally there's just been this struggle, but they've, they've had it for so long. They don't even know what it's like to live without it. And so we go in and we start to understand a, that they have this internal struggle, um, and why they have it. And most times it's, they think there's something wrong with them or that for a lot of women, they think they're crazy. And the reality is, is I just tell them this is a human brain. Um, and we start to understand too, with their story, why certain things have been programmed in 
to create certain stories for them. So if a client comes to me and says, um, like I have one right now, she's like, oh, I'm just so highly anxious. So she knew she was anxious and she's somebody who has done very well in her career. She works with doctors, even though she's not a doctor and, um, again, just done very well there. So we have gone in and we have discovered all of these events that have happened in her life to create these certain thoughts or beliefs to make her as anxious as she is. And so she's starting to see that connection there. And then I teach them how to heal those things. Um, because even sometimes it's just little things like somebody made fun of us in school is one I see so often. And even though their logical brain now can say, well, that was second grade and that was a stupid kid that did that, um, their brain still has attached the story to it. Right. So when they're going through that and it feels really heavy and hard to kind of see the connection sometimes because of that. But then at the end, it's just this relief. Like they realized they were carrying this baggage that they didn't even know they had. So a lot of clients tell me they just feel free. They feel light. They feel more positive. Um, and then from there, they've kind of put the past behind them. And then they're at a place where, well, who am I really? And so we're looking at their strengths and their values and their passions and their purpose. And we do this thing called the puzzle of you. And then they just become really unstoppable because they realize their specific place in the world and what they're meant to do and their unique gifts. And so um, it's a, a lot of times people will tell my clients, you know, what are you doing? Are you doing a new skincare or did you get some kind of plastic surgery? Because they just look so different um, because again, it was just all that baggage. So does that make sense in that long winded answer, Jason? No, I love it. It was a great, it was a great answer. Um, and, and I think you, you, you articulated it really well because at the end, it really, the transformation is something that's internal, right? It comes from inside you. Um, it's not necessarily something tangible that you can feel or touch or e even see. Although, like you said, a lot of people do kind of manifest it with, you know, a different appearance in a way, but it's, it's mm -hmm. just kind of like, it, it comes from inside. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And of course, you know, some clients will get raises or different jobs or hurt a business, or I have a client who's lost like 60 pounds in the past year by working with right. me as so you get the external stuff, but the internal stuff, I think a lot of times people don't realize that it's so important. If you don't have that, then That's the base. The yeah, the, the external stuff is not going to happen. Right. The external stuff is, is like the cherry on top, right? Mm -hmm. But it's all yeah. built on, it's all built on the solid foundation, which is, which is inside of you. Exactly. Awesome. I'm so glad we ended on that note. <laughs> yeah. Right. What a way to end the, end the year. <laughs> no joke. No joke. Um, so where can everybody find you, Lindsay? Yeah. So the best place to find me is on my website and that's just Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, ePreston.com. And on there, you can just learn more about me and I have a free assessment that you can take if you're interested in working with me. And in just a few short minutes, you can kind of get immediate answers if we're a good fit or not. And then if we are, you'll get um, access to my calendar to book a discovery call and we can go from there. So that's the best place to reach me. But if you just want to follow me on social media, the best place is on Instagram. And my handle is Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, E Preston over there. Awesome. And I'll have all that information in the show notes too. If you're listening in the car and you don't have a pen or anything, don't worry about it. It's the show notes on my website podcast page, not iTunes or anything like that. Um, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on and talking about the power of transformation and, and, and how you help people continue on in uh, the new year. And I'm sure we'll talk again in the future. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jason. 
All right. Thank you, Lindsay. And that was a great conversation. Uh, covered a lot of things in there. But I think the main theme that you can all take away from this is that don't let a divorce stop you. Uh, it's just one obstacle, one bit of adversity that you can experience in hopefully a long uh, life that you're going to live. And, you know, chalk it up for what it was. Lindsay had a divorce, got through it, and now she's flourishing and uh, on the right track again. So it can happen for you too. If you want personalized divorce coaching and you're interested in getting that from me, the Divorce Resource Guy, just check out my website, jasonlavoy.com, and check out my various programs. I have individual programs under my Divorce You umbrella, and I also have um, a group divorce coaching program uh, called the How to Divorce a Narcissist Bootcamp. So check them all out. There's something there for everybody. If you have any questions about anything, just shoot me an email, jason at jasonlavoy.com, and I promise I'll get back to you right away. So, again, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, uh, and other than that, uh, stay well, stay safe out there, everybody, and continue on. Be strong, act confident, and stay positive, everybody. Until next time, this is Jason Lavoy, a.k.a. the Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be talking to you real soon.